Praise the Lord. My name is Samuel Odo and I welcome you to Discipleship Classes with Samuel Odo. Praise the Lord. We're going to have some very exciting times together. God is going to be speaking to us. God is going to be making a disciple, solid disciple of Jesus Christ out of you as you keep following the teachings that God will be uh, releasing through me on this platform in the name of Jesus. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for another opportunity to speak your word. Thank you for the anointing, the teaching anointing on my life. Thank you, Father, ho, 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 for the anointing in your word. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let that anointing be released right now. Let it flow in Jesus' name. I come against every spirit of distraction. I come against every lying spirit. I come against the fowls of the air, the birds of the air that would like to steal this word from my listeners. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke you in Jesus' name. Satan, you will not bring confusion to my listeners in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray for the spirit of wisdom and understanding. Lord, cause my listeners to understand what you are trying to communicate today in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I want you to follow me on this journey. I'm beginning today. The Lord instructed me to start teaching. Uh, okay, let's go to the Bible. <laughs> I was running ahead of myself. Matthew 28 from verse 19 to 20. The purpose of this discipleship classes is found in this passage of the scriptures. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. So God called me, like he called every other believer, to make disciples. What does he mean to make disciples? How do you make disciples? We make disciples by teaching people all over the world to observe all things that Jesus Christ has commanded. So in this series, we're going to be digging through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, John uh, finding, finding out uh, what are the commandments. What did Jesus teach? What did he command us to do? So we'll be taking those commandments and I'll be teaching on those commandments. The purpose of this is to make a solid disciple of Jesus Christ out of you and many other people around the world. By the grace of God, I have been born again since 1996 and I've been standing strong, growing stronger and stronger every day. How did I do it? Somebody discipled me. Somebody taught me all that I'm about to teach you in this uh, teaching series. Somebody, I am a product of a solid discipleship. Some people invested the time, energy, and resources to make me the believer that I am today. By the grace of God, I'm going to do the same with you as the Holy Spirit gives me the ability in the name of Jesus Christ. You will not be one of those Christians who live like unsaved people. You will not be one of those people that on the last day, who stand before God and God will tell you, depart from me, you walk out of iniquity. I don't know who you are. By the grace of God, you are going to make it to the end. God is going to use you 
in a mighty way in Jesus' name. Amen. By the way, I am starting uh, a Bible school. It's called Believers School of Faith and Ministry. It's going to be 100% online. I'm starting on the 9th of January 2024 for believers in India. India. God has given us a vision to raise 1 million disciples in the nation of India. We are opening it up to, uh, to the rest of the world. Please send me a WhatsApp, send an email, uh, ask for information concerning how to be a part of it. Uh, money is not a problem. Money, the one we are doing for India, we are doing it absolutely free of charge. So everyone will get the chance to become a disciple of Jesus Christ if they are interested. Hallelujah. So please, um, uh, please send us a WhatsApp, send us an email, call us on the phone. We'll be happy to help you, give you the information that you need. Praise the Lord. Very briefly today, we are starting with the first commandment that Jesus Christ gave. The first commandment is, you must be born again. You must be born again. We'll be taking our reading from the book of John chapter 3, from verse 1 to 8. John chapter 3, from verse 1 to 8. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. I'm reading from the King James Version. I take it again, there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, the ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I say unto thee, Ye must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listed, and thou Thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. You must be born again. That does not sound like a suggestion. You must be born again. Last week, my wife was sharing the gospel with a young lady. Shared the gospel with this young lady and gave her an invitation and ask her, do you want to be born again? Would you like to give your life to Jesus? Would you like to receive the gift of salvation? The young lady told my wife, no, she is not ready. She will do it later. Oh, my brother and my sister, you may not have later. You may not have later. You may think that maybe you're still young, you want to enjoy your life, you want to enjoy your life and do this born again thing later. My brother, my sister, you may not have later. You may not have later. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 9 verse 27 that it is appointed unto man once to die and after this the judgment. Once you die, 
you're going to face judgment. And if you have not made Jesus your Lord and your Savior, if you are not born again, you are going to hellfire. There are two places. We are not dogs. Our life does not end here on earth. When you die, you either go into heaven or hellfire. And heaven and hellfire, they are real places. As I'm talking to you right now, there are millions, possibly billions of people burning right now in hell. Hellfire. Billions upon billions. You're going to spend eternity without God. The Bible says there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. The place is, hellfire is burning with sulfur. It's burning. Fire and brimstone. The worms in hellfire do not die. They do not die, my brother, my sister. Hellfire is a real place. Heaven is a real place. Jesus is sending me to you today. If you have not made Jesus your Lord, if you are not born again, today is your day. Today is your day. Tomorrow, you don't know what is going to happen tomorrow. You don't know if you're going to die. You're going to get sick. You're going to be involved in an emotional accident. Something could happen. Today may be your last opportunity. My brother, my sister, open your heart to Jesus. Give your life to Jesus. Jesus said you must be born again. If you were born again before, but something happened and you're no longer sure whether you are born again or not, you are now living in sin, you are now uh, doing things you used to do before, uh, you're not living uh, habitually in sin, you are now living with someone you're not married to, committing adultery, fornication. Um, you know yourself, if you're no longer living a life, today I will give you another opportunity to come back to Jesus. Come back to Jesus. Jesus says, you must be born again. This is not a suggestion. It is a command. People go to hellfire, people go to heaven, whether they are young or they are old. Heaven is full of young people and old people, rich people, poor people, male and female. Hellfire is full of old people, young people, rich people, poor people, educated people, illiterates. Oh, my brother, my sister, you may have heard this. I'm sure you have heard this before. And your heart is speaking to you. Something is telling you. Today, you've been hearing this message. Today, can you make a decision for Jesus? Decide. Give your life to Jesus today. Please do it. Please do it. In Jesus' name. Let's go back to our text. Uh, let me explain. Um, the purpose, of, the objective today is to ensure that um, anyone listening to me is born again and understand what it means to be born again. If you're not born again, you get the chance to give your life to Jesus, to receive this gift of salvation. The number two ob uh, objective is to make sure that everyone listening to me understands and appreciates what it means to be born again, to be a new creation. Hallelujah. You must be born again. All of us are born with the nature of sin. Everybody. The moment you, you come into this world, you are born with the sin nature. You are born a sinner. Before you did one wrong thing on earth, you were guilty of sin. I was guilty of sin. I was born 
with the sin nature. It was transmitted from my parents to me. Your sin nature was transmitted from your parents to you. <laughs> and it's because of that sin nature that we, uh, you know, we, we, we naturally do bad things. I've, I have uh, a one year and five months old child. That child does some wrong things sometimes and I wonder where did this child get to learn this. She's so selfish. So selfish. She just wants everything for herself. She doesn't care whether you're sleeping. If she is hungry, she cries. Whether she wakes you up or not. If my wife wants to go through the bathroom, this young girl will scream, scream, scream. She does not care whether my wife needs the bathroom or not. If the child is hungry, she cries, cries, cries. She does not care whether someone else has eaten or not. If she wants the phone, she will cry through herself on the floor until she gets the phone. Manipulation. If she does something wrong, she rushes to you and says, mwah, mwah, comes to kiss you. And she knows I like, I like it when she says hallelujah, praise the Lord. Then whenever she does something wrong or she mistakenly throws some stuff on the ground, she quickly shouts, hallelujah, hallelujah, amen, amen. Daddy, hagi, come, let me give you a hug. Manipulation. Where did she learn that from? She was born with it. You were born with the nature of sin. When kids get uh, do something wrong, they lie. You tell them, who broke the glass? Not me. Not me. That is a lie. Where did the child learn to lie? Nowhere. Lying is in the child's blood. You were born a liar. You were born a sinner. Nobody has to teach us to lie. Nobody has to teach us to be selfish. Nobody has to teach us to get angry and throw, throw tantrums to do sinful things. We were born with that nature. But the question is, how did we get this sin nature? How did we get it? Hallelujah. Turn the Bibles to Romans chapter 5, verse 12. Romans chapter 5, verse 12. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Romans chapter 5, verse 12. I will read from the King James Version and the New Living Translations. Wherefore, as by one man's one man's sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed unto all men, for all have sinned. Let me read from the New Living Translations, Romans chapter 5, verse 12. When Adam sinned, sin entered the entire human race. Adam's sin breath brought death, so death spread to everyone, for everyone sinned. Adam sinned, and all of us are descendants of Adam and Eve. So the moment you were born, you took on that Adamic nature of sin, that nature of sin that Adam inherited from Satan. Hallelujah. Even before we did one bad thing, we were sinners. How did we get that? We were born with it. It's in our blood. We are all descendants of Adam. When Adam sinned, 
the sin got into his system he died spiritually you, as you're going to understand uh, about to go into the fall of man how sin came into the world i'm going to explain all of this to you but just know that you got your sin nature from adam of course you got it from your mom and dad your mom and dad got it from their mom and dad your mom and dad going back going back until adam praise the lord so how did this how did sin come into the world how did sin come into the world if you read the book of genesis chapter 1 you see how god created the heavens and the earth he created man in his image and put man in a beautiful garden called eden you know to tend the garden and to keep it now he made adam and eve and put them in the garden he placed them in that beautiful place you know and he commanded them to be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth but he gave them a command he says do not eat of the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil okay let's find a place in genesis hallelujah thank you jesus thank you lord genesis chapter 2 let's read from verse uh from verse 4 or let's read from verse 5 when the lord god made heavens and the earth there were no plants or grain growing on the earth for the lord had not sent any rain and no one was there to cultivate the soil okay let's fast forward uh to verse 8 let's read from verse 8 okay let's continue reading i was trying to save time <laughs> okay let's continue reading um verse 6 but water came up out of the ground and watered the land and the lord god formed a man out from the dust of the ground and breathed into it the breath of life and the man became a living person then the lord god planted a garden in eden in the east there he placed the man he had created and the lord god planted all sorts of trees in the garden beautiful trees that produce delicious fruits at the center of the garden he placed the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil so god created beautiful trees created things just to take care of man and he created um, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil um, then he talked about the river and all other things that god created uh, verse 15 the Lord God placed the man in the garden of Eden to tend and to care for it. But the Lord God gave him this warning, You may freely eat any fruit in the garden, except the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. If you eat of it, you will surely die. Okay, so God created everything, gave them instruction, Do not eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. The day you eat it, you will surely die. Amen. Okay, let's go to verse uh, chapter 3. That is the instruction. Somebody may be asking, why did God create the tree of the knowledge of good and evil? Can I tell you the truth? I don't know. But I know that God um, wanted man to 
you know to have a choice to you know to be a free moral agent like you know to you know to be able to make choices to decide you know god does not want to control man like a robot so he gave him free will it's a gift that god gave man you know and uh yeah sometimes i wish god did not give man that free will but it is what it is god is god man is man praise the lord so fast forward to chapter three why did i even say that <laughs> yeah anyways that is one thing about me uh, i don't try to sound so smart so intelligent like, as if i know it all if i don't know i tell you straight i don't know i don't like to, i don't i'm not trying to sound good to impress you on this podcast amen chapter 3 verse 1 now the serpent was the shrewdest of all the creatures the lord god had made really he asked the woman did god really say you must not eat of any tree of the fruit in the garden of course we may eat eat the woman told him it's only the fruit from the tree at the co- at the center of the garden that we are not allowed to eat god says we must not eat it or even touch it now the woman was adding her own stuff god did not say you should not even touch it <laughs> god says we must not eat it or even touch it or we will die then you know the story satan told her you will not die the serpent hissed god knows that your eyes will be open when you eat it you will become just like god knowing everything both good and evil so the long story if you continue reading uh, finally the woman was strict she ate and gave to her husband and they both ate immediately they ate the bible says that their eyes were open and they discovered that they were naked so they lost their innocence they lost um the spirit man died because god said the moment any day you eat it you will die but these guys did not die immediately they did not drop dead something in them died that part of them that relates with god died hallelujah they died spiritually the same way if you are not born again you are spiritually dead you are spiritually dead what does it mean to die spiritually it means to be separated from god your relationship the relationship of adam and eve was marred was destroyed by sin and god drove them out of his presence drove them out of eden he drove drove them out they died spiritually if you read the book of ephesians chapter 2 ephesians chapter 2 gives you a description of somebody who is spiritually dead somebody who is not born again ephesians chapter 2 verse 2 Ephesians 2 verse 2 it says uh, let me read from verse 1 it says and you has he quickened okay let me read from the new living translations once you were dead doomed forever because of your many sins so anybody who is not born again is spiritually dead and doomed forever because he is going to hell she is going to hell you used to live just like the rest of the world full of sin obeying satan the mighty prince of the air He is the spirit at work in the heart of those who refuse to obey God. So anyone who is not born again is 
full of the spirit of the devil. The operating system of any unsaved person is called the devil. Anyone who is not born again, if you are listening to me now and you are not born again, or your husband is not born again, or your wife is not born again, your children are not born again, the spirit that is controlling them is the spirit of the devil. That's why they can do anything that Satan can do. That's why brothers betray brothers, they kill brothers. Husbands use their wives for money ritual. People, just like Adam and Eve, Adam began to accuse Eve instead of taking responsibility. He became selfish. He took on that nature of Satan, selfishness. He said, God is this woman that you gave me. She made me do it. The woman says, no, it's the, de- the, the snake made me do it. Irresponsible living. All of this lying, cheating, selfishness, anger, you know, racism, fraud, sexual immorality, lying, deception, all are characteristics of the spiritually dead man. If you're not born again, you are spiritually dead. So after man uh, disobeyed, he continued to live. So what happened is that he lost the nature of God, you know, and uh, he took on the nature of the devil. Now, I want you to know there are three parts of a human being. There are three parts of a human being. I want you to understand this. Um, it's very important. Let me go, turn the Bible to the book of First Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 23 First Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 23 is talking about the three parts of a human being is the spirit the soul and the body First Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 23 I will read for you quickly hallelujah First Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 23 please open your bible and read with me he says, Now may the God of peace make you holy in every way, and may your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless until that day when the Lord Jesus Christ comes again. So, there are three parts of your being, your spirit, your soul, and your body. Um, as clever people will say, man is essentially a spirit being. If you read Genesis chapter 1, you understand. Man is a spirit being. He has a soul and lives in a body. So, the part of you that God relates to is the spirit man. The parts of you that get born again is the spirit man, not your body, not your soul. So, if you are born again, when you get born again, it's your spirit that got born again. Your body is still the same old body. If you are fat before, you're still fat. If you're slim before, like me, you're still slim. If you were not educated before, you'll still be uneducated. You will not become a PhD holder because you just got born again. No, it's your spirit that gets born again. So the same way, the guys did not drop dead, but their spirit died. And they took on the nature of the devil, talking about Adam and Eve. So they had the spirit now controls the soul and body. Your spirit is the real you gives instruction to your soul and your body and that spirit can 
could be controlled can be joined. Everybody's spirit is either joined to the spirit of Satan or the spirit of God. If you are born again, your spirit is joined to God. The Bible says he that is, is uh, 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 born again is, has one spirit with the Lord. Has one spirit with the Lord. So what happened is that Adam and Eve, the moment they sinned, they, they died spiritually. They died spiritually and the, the, the spirit man was dead and the spirit of the devil came and lived in the spirit and turned them into the sinners that they are. Praise the Lord. So the real man is the spirit and he operates through the soul. The soul is uh, the, where the intellect, the emotion and the will is the seat of the intellect, the emotion and the will. And the soul in turn operates through the physical body. So man is a spirit and his soul lives in a physical body. Okay, so um, I'm going to talk more about that. I'll tell you why I had to tell you that. I don't like to sound too, so philosophical, but it's just, I'm just, we're just on a journey. If you understand this first part, you will understand all of the parts in the series that we'll be doing. Praise the Lord. The Lord, Father, Lord, I pray right now that you bring conviction, Holy Spirit, that you speak to the hearts of my brothers and my sisters. Lord, your word is like a double-edged sword that penetrates even to the dividing asunder of bones and marrows. Lord, it is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Please, Lord, speak to my brothers and my sisters listening to me right now to realize their need, Lord, for salvation. They need to surrender their lives completely to you. Lord, they need to be delivered from the control of the spirits of the power of the air, the prince of the power of the air, the devil, the spirit of Satan, to realize how much they need. Oh Lord, this gift of salvation, Father, touch their heart. Lord, touch their heart right now as we continue this preaching in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. So, let me give you a summary of the nature of a spiritually dead man. Like we said, anyone who is not born again is spiritually dead. Is spiritually dead. So the spiritually dead person is separated from God and is united with the devil. If you are not born again, you are separated from God. According to Ephesians chapter 2, Later, you take some time and read the book of Ephesians chapter 2. If you are not born again, you are separated from God and you are united with the devil. There is no in-between. It's either you are with God or you are with Satan. If you are not born again, you are a spiritually dead person and you are separated from Jesus. You are separated from God. God has no business with you. If you die, you are going to hellfire. If you die in that state of sin, you are going to hellfire. If you die with being separated from God, you're not going to be joined to him after you die. May God help you in Jesus' name. May God help us in the name of Jesus Christ. 
The moment Adam sinned, he was separated from God. He became the son of disobedience. He became a child of disobedience. Hallelujah. Adam, where are you? God came down. God came down as usual. He was looking for Adam. He was saying, Adam, where are you? Where are you? Adam hid himself. Adam said, I heard your voice and I hid myself because I was naked. Sin strips you naked. Sin removes the glory of God from you. It strips you naked. Nakedness connotes shame. It connotes reproach. You become vulnerable to shame and reproach. You become vulnerable to embarrassment, to humiliation when you are not born again. Satan can do anything he likes with your life. Adam said, I was hidden. I went and hid myself because I was naked. Another characteristic or the nature of the unsaved person is selfishness and irresponsible. No love. Because you have the nature of Satan, Satan has no love in him. That's why somebody who is not born again cannot truly love, cannot have a genuine love. If you're not born again, you don't have love in your life. But God wants you to have. If you, you know, do you know the Bible says that God is love? If you are born again, Jesus says, Him and the Father will come and live in you. Love will come and live in you. That's why you can love. That's why you can be unselfish. That's why you can be selfless when you are born again. The Bible says that Adam was driven out of the garden, out of the presence of God. Holy Spirit, should we read this? Okay, yes, let's read it. Let's go back to Genesis. Let's see some things that happened to Adam, that happened to man after he sinned. And that is still happening to anyone who is not born again. Oh, glory to God. Lord, help us. Lord, help us. Genesis chapter 3. Genesis chapter 3, um, verse 8. Okay, let's start from verse 6. The woman was convinced the fruit looked so fresh and delicious and it would make her so wise. So she ate some of the fruit. She also gave some to her husband who was with her. Then he ate it too. At that moment, the eyes were opened and suddenly felt shame at their nakedness. So shame, sin brings shame. Sin makes you vulnerable to shame and reproach. The moment Adam fell, the glory departed and the glory was replaced with shame. My brother and my sister, there is glory. There is glory for you. I have never been put to shame. I have never been put to shame. God has not allowed me to see shame because I am his child. If you are not a child of God, you are vulnerable to shame and reproach. So the strong fig leaves together around their hips to cover themselves. Toward evening, they had the Lord God walking about in the garden. So they hid themselves among the trees. So God used to come to visit them in the evening, in the cool of the day. So this day, after they have fallen, the Lord came to them, looking for them. And the Lord God called to Adam, Adam, where are you? Adam, where are you? 
the same way the Lord is calling you today, He's sending me to, to call you. Where are you, my son? Where are you, my daughter? God is calling you. God is reaching out to you. This is the mercy of God. Even though God knew that Adam had sinned, He came. He came to Adam and asked Adam, Where are you? And Adam ran away. Child of God, don't run away. Don't hide from God. Come to Jesus today. Come to Jesus today. He wants to save you. He wants to give you a new life. He wants to give you a new beginning. Come to Jesus. Don't run away from him. Verse 10, Adam said, I heard your voice. I heard you so I hid. I was afraid because I was naked. Fear came. Fear came. That's the root of all phobias. That's the root of fear, the fear of tomorrow, the fear of sickness and disease, the fear of the economy, the fear of poverty. Child of God, if you are not born again, fear will rule your life. But if you give your life to Jesus, the Bible says in 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7, 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7, for God has not given us the spirit of fear. But he has given us the spirit of power, the spirit of love, and the spirit of a sound mind. When you give your life to Jesus, that fear is removed and replaced with power, with love. The selfishness is removed and replaced with love. The, the, the erosion of your mentality. These guys were so intelligent, Adam and Eve, they, Adam named all the animals, including everything, every animal. Adam named it. The same guy that was so intelligent, so intelligent that the angels were even wondering, what is man that you are mindful of him? What is the son of man that you visit him? You made him a little lower than yourself and you crowned him, that the angels, and you crowned him with glory and honor. That same guy was now looking for leaves to cover his nakedness. What a demotion. But the good news is that if you will give your life to Jesus, he will restore your sound mind according to 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7. Praise the Lord. Now verse 11, God asked him, Who told you that you were naked? The Lord God asked, Have you eaten the fruit I commanded you not to eat? Yes, Adam admitted, but it was the woman you gave me. The woman you gave me. He was blaming God for giving him the woman and blaming the woman for giving him the fruit. That is selfishness and irresponsibility. Anybody who is not born again, there is an engine in them that makes them irresponsible. That makes them, that's why you see them in South Africa where I live. You see them, they get drunk, they break bottles on the main road, on the third road. They break. What about other people? What about the tires that are going to be punctured? Selfishness. Selfishness in the government cycles. You see somebody gets a contract to build something that will benefit the community. He takes all the money for himself. Selfishness is the nature of someone who is not born again. If you are not born again, you cannot be selfless. Hallelujah. Then God said, okay, let me ask the woman. Verse 13, and the Lord God asked the woman, how could you do such a thing? The serp- then the, 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 the woman said, the serpent tricked me, she replied. That's why I ate it. Excuses, excuses. These are all the nature of the fallen man. So the Lord said to the serpent, because you have done this, you will be punished. You will be singled out from all the domestic and wild animals of the whole earth to be crossed. 
you will grovel in the dust as long as you live, crawling on your belly. For now on, you and the woman will be enemies, and your offspring and her offspring will be enemies. He will crush your head, and you will strike his heel. Then he said to the woman, You will bear children with intense pains and suffering, and though you de your desires will be for your husband, and he will be your master. Amen. Things were falling apart. These guys used to be husband and wife in good relationship. He created them both equally, you know, to control, to take care of the garden. But now, the husband was going to be her master. And Adam said, and to Adam he said, verse seventeen, because you listened to your wife and ate the fruit, I told you not to eat. I have placed a curse on the ground. All your life you will struggle to scratch a living from it. It will grow thorns and thistles for you, though you will eat of his grains. All your life you will sweat to produce food until your dying day. Then you will return to the ground from which you came, for you were made from dust, and to dust you will return. This, was, this is the origin of financial struggles, suffering, struggles, struggles. Oh, my brother. But when you give your life to Jesus, according to Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14, the Bible says that Christ redeems you from the curse of the law. Every curse is replaced with the blessing. When you give your life to Jesus, that curse that was placed on man will be replaced with the blessing of God. Will be replaced with the blessing of God. Hallelujah. So you see, there is a lot. There is a lot to lose. There is a lot to lose if you're not born again. When you're not born again, you no longer respond to the call of God. You respond to the call of your new master, Satan. He rules as a cruel master. You become the child of the devil and a partaker of his nature. That's why Jesus told these people, you are of your father, the devil. You belong to the kingdom of the devil and under the control of the powers of darkness. If you are born again, you are under the control. If you are not born again, you are under the control of Satan. Oh God, help us. Oh God, help my brothers and my sisters. In the name of Jesus Christ. Do you know that man is lost not because of what he does, but because of who he is. What he does is because of who he is, his sin nature. People do bad things because they are bad inside. They have a, the nature of the devil who is a bad person. But the good news is this. John chapter 3 verse 16. The Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his only son. He made a plan to restore you back in fellowship with him. God made a plan. God made a plan. God made a plan. Oh, to make you his child again. God made a plan. He did not leave us in that state. He made a plan for your salvation, for my salvation. He made a plan. John chapter 1 verse 12 says, But as many as received him, to them he gave the power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. 
let me read from the New Living Translation, but to all who believe him and accept him, he gave the right to become children of God. Even though as a sinner you are an outcast, if you will receive Jesus today, he will make you a child of God. He will make you a child of God. He will wipe all your sins away. He will give you a new beginning. John chapter 3 verse 16. God loves you so much my brother. <coughs> Excuse me. God loves you so much. John chapter 3 verse 16 the Bible says for God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life God did not send his son into the world to condemn it but to save it there is no judgment awaiting those who trust him but those who do not trust him have already been judged for not believing in the only son of God their judgment is based on the fact <coughs> excuse me the judgment is based on this fact the light from heaven came into the world but they love darkness more than light for their deeds their actions were evil Light has come to you today. Jesus is the light of the world. He has come to you today. It's very, very, very easy. It's very easy to become a child of God. It's very, very easy to become born again. The question is, how does one get born again? How does one get born again? It's very, very easy. Very easy. First, you must repent. You must repent. What does it mean to repent? Say, Father, I am sorry for my sins. I have sinned against you. Father, I have sinned. I, I cannot hide my, my, my sins from you. You know I'm a sinner. You must come to the end of yourself. You must come to the end. You must say, Father, I am tired of being the child of the devil. I want to make a U-turn. I want to make a U-turn today. I want to make a U-turn. That is what it means to repent. Repent is to change your ways. To repent is to change your ways, to change your lifestyle, to be sorry for your sin. Now, after you have repented, this is what to do to become saved, to get saved. Verse 9 of Romans chapter 10, Romans chapter 10, verse 9, it says, For if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. I read it again. It's very, very easy to be saved because I'm about to give you an opportunity to give your life to Jesus to say a prayer with me that will make you a saved person. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Jesus died for your sins. When Jesus was hanging on the cross, God put all your sins on him. He was thinking. He was dirty. And God separated from him for the very first time. He, he experienced the separation of sinners. He took all of your sins. He sucked up all of your sins and all of my sins on the cross. He was full of sin. And God separated from him for the very first time. And he cried out, My father, my father, why have you forsaken me? Why have you left me? Why have you separated yourself from me? For the first time, why did God separate himself 
from Jesus because Jesus was carrying your sin. He took your place. You were separated from God. Jesus came and took all of your sins upon himself. And because of that, God separated himself from his only begotten son, Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus was separated from the Father so that you can be joined to the Father. He died for your sins. And after he has satisfied all the demands of justice, he paid the full penalty for your sins. He paid. The, the Bible says that the soul that sinned shall die. The wages of sin is dead. Death. Jesus Christ died your death so that you will live his life. Jesus Christ died your death. He died for you. He took your sins and your sin killed Jesus. It was not the Roman soldiers that killed Jesus. It was your sin that killed him. It was my sin that killed Jesus Christ. He laid down his life. He took all your sins and my sins on him. The Bible says that if you believe in your heart, the Lord Jesus, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So what do you do to be saved? He said, for it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God and it is by confessing with your mouth that you are saved hallelujah and it says as the scripture tells us anyone who believes in him will not be disappointed what do you believe you believe that Jesus has taken your sins on himself he has paid the full price for your sins you believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord you say Jesus I give you my life. I believe you died for my sins. I believe you died for my sins. I believe you paid the full price. You paid the full price for my sins. And I believe God raised you from the dead. Child of God, brothers and sisters, I want you to give your life to Jesus. The best you and I could make out of our lives is a mess. I will make a mess of my life. You will make a mess of your life. Even if your life looks like it's in a mess right now, even if it looks like your life is messed up, bring that messed up life to Jesus and he will give you a new life. He will give you a new life. Take your messed up life to Jesus Christ. He will clean you up, make you a brand new person. Oh, Jesus. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17. See what happens if you will say a prayer of commitment and give your life to Jesus today. He says, 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17. He says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. All things are of God who has reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Hallelujah. If you will give your life to Jesus, you will make all things to become new. What this means is that those who become Christians, who become new persons, who, who become, those who become Christians become new persons. They are not the same 
anymore for the old life is gone and a new life has begun. God will give you a new life. He will take away your old rotten stinking life and give you a new life. He will not fix your life. He will give you a brand new one. There is an opportunity for you today. Are you going to put it off to tomorrow? What if you die before tomorrow? What is going to be your fate? Where are you going to spend eternity? Where? Life is short. Eternity is eternity. Eternity is forever. Life is short. The most you can live on this earth is 120 years. What is 120 years compared to billions upon billions upon billions of years in heaven with Jesus? Child of God, this is your opportunity today. Give that life to Jesus. I'm sure you want to do that. I'm sure you want to surrender to Jesus. I'm sure you want to make him your Lord. If you want to do that, please say this prayer after me. Say this prayer after me if you want to be born again. Repeat after me. Repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Repeat after me, please. Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I repent of my sins today. I repent from my sinful ways today. Forgive me all my sins. Wash me with your blood. Lord Jesus Christ, I believe you died for me. On the third day, you rose again. Say it louder. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe you died for me. And on the third day, you rose from the dead. Today, I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. Thank you for saving me. I am now a child of God. I am done with the life of sin. Lord, I ask you to fill me with your spirit now. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. With the evidence of speaking in tongues. In Jesus' name, amen. Now let me pray for you. Congratulations, you are now a child of God. If you said that prayer and you meant it from your heart, your sins are now forgiven. You are now a child of God. You are a member of the family of God. All your sins, all your wickedness are gone. You are no longer the same person you used to be. Let me pray for you. Father, I pray for my brothers and sisters. Lord, Lord, they've received you. Lord, you say if anyone comes to you, you will not cast them away. Father, accept these ones, Lord. Oh God, keep them. Your grace has saved them. Let the same grace preserve them. Preserve them to the end that they will make it to heaven. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Please, if you say that prayer, if you say that prayer, if you just receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I want to share some materials with you. I want to share your joy. I want to encourage you. I want to teach you how to maintain this Christian life, how to walk this new journey with the Lord. Send a WhatsApp to uh, the number that is... Uh, on the information 
part of this podcast. There are some informations, uh, some details, uh, contact details are on, what do you call it? I've forgotten. I'm, I'm so excited about your salvation. I've forgotten what it means. But if you look at wherever you're listening uh, to this podcast, maybe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever uh, sp- uh, podcast platform, you will see my contact details. My direct line is there. But if you're not uh, able to see that, my number is plus two seven. The country code is plus two seven six three three five four eight six four six plus two seven six double three five four eight six four six. Send me a WhatsApp. Give me a call. Send me an SMS or go to my website samuelodo.org. www.samuelodo.org. S A M U E L O-D-O-H dot O-R-G Get there, get in touch with us and we want to share your joy. Also, please, if you want to join our Bible school, please also send us a message. We would love, love to be part of your spiritual growth. Please, I encourage you to uh, listen to this podcast every single day. I will be teaching an, a, a class after class, new uh, teachings on discipleship in this uh, school of discipleship discipleship classes every day I will have something new to teach you and also go down you see uh, other messages who've preached in the past anointed messages um, by the grace of God right now people have listened to us as at this year 2023 people have listened to uh, my messages from over 80 countries see how awesome God is over 80 countries people have been blessed and will keep receiving feedbacks and testimonies from people please connect and please share this message share it on your on your uh, social media platforms let other people give their life to jesus somebody's going to thank you somebody's going to thank you that because you shared this message i was able to give my life to jesus and god will bless you for it you get your reward in heaven you get your stars in heaven. You, Bible said there is, a, there is joy in heaven when somebody repents, when a sinner repents. Please share this message. Um, share it on your link. Share it to your family and friends. If you know any unsaved friend, any friend who is not born again, maybe your spouse or someone, please make them listen to this message in Jesus' name. And if you want to give the information, uh, uh, giving information is attached to this podcast please feel free to give uh, we don't charge money for our ministry for our bible school in india we're doing a lot of things all our books are available for free downloads go to our website you download our materials for free absolutely free of charge the gospel is free but it takes money to preach it please consider partnering with us partnering with my ministry um, no amount is too big no amount is too small the uh, information, the, the giving information is attached to this podcast. As you do so, God will bless you. Give consistently. Give every month. Give, 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 and you'll be blessed in the name of Jesus. I pray for you in Jesus' name. I speak blessing over your finances. I speak blessing over your health. Be healed. I curse any sickness in your body now 
in the name of Jesus. Be healed from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. I speak blessing over your business. I speak blessings over your finances, over your careers, over your family. Be blessed in the name of Jesus Christ. Be healed. Be delivered from demonic oppressions. Be set free now. Every terminal disease is terminated. Every air of misfortune is turned around in Jesus' name. Amen. Be blessed in Jesus' name. See you tomorrow. See you next time. Bye-bye.